0: In Good We Trust is recorded at the Philadelphia Ethical Society in Philadelphia, PA. For more information about us, visit phillyethics.org or follow us on Instagram, at phillyethics. Once upon a time, in Germany of 1851, Samuel and Henrietta had their first son, His name was Felix Adler. I thought I'd tell you a story so you'd understand a bit more about ethical culture, a life philosophy and movement which animates me and brings you this podcast. Felix grew up in a place and a time rocked by political upheavals and repression. Felix's father, Samuel, was a leading rabbi in the reform movement in Judaism and in Germany. He was embraced by those seeking liberalization in both religion and state, but when the reactionary German government sought to crush the left wing, in 1857, Samuel fled with his wife Henrietta and their children to New York City. There he served as rabbi to Temple Emmanuel, a progressive congregation committed to healing a broken world. This commitment along with the charitable work that Henrietta Adler shared with her children, set Felix on a path to becoming a rabbi. During college, Felix moved away from belief in a personal God, explaining that he just, quote, stopped praying one day. He gave up his intention to follow his father as rabbi of Temple Emanuel. Felix became a member of the Free Religious Association— founded in 1867 by, get this name, Octavius Brooks Frothingham. Well, Felix was drawn to Frothingham's belief that ethics should arise from experience, sentiment, and study, not from supernaturalism. Religious dogma and intolerance had caused too much suffering in the world. As the Free Religious Association devolved into more of a debating society than a vehicle for promoting ethical living, Adler started his life project. In May of 1876, he gave what came to be the founding address of a new congregational movement called Ethical Culture. In this address, Adler warned of grave dangers facing modern society, materialism, greed, apathy, We are, Adler declared, drifting on a seething tide of business, each one absorbed and holding his own in the giddy race of competition, each one engrossed in immediate cares and seldom disturbed by thoughts of larger concerns and ampler interests. So, to help humanity focus on larger concerns and ampler interests, Adler created an alternative To traditional religion. He organized regular Sunday morning community meetings devoid of prayer and with minimum ritual. Thoughtful words and beautiful music would educate, console, and inspire people to become ethical, engaged citizens. That was the goal, at least. People from all backgrounds would be able to build meaningful lives and to work together to make the world a better place the New York Society for Ethical Culture, was founded. Now, Felix Adler's early lectures were some of the best entertainment in town. They drew overflow crowds and were often published in the New York Times. Early on, he lectured about the lives of Jesus, Buddha, and Muhammad. Adler embraced their humanity and discarded the blind obedience to man-gods in the sky. He focused on this world, on ethical issues in education, government, business, labor reform, personal relationships. Much of Adler's time and energy was spent on humanitarian social action. While caring for the destitute, he suggested that we move away from paternalistic charity towards empowerment of everyone. Adler demanded fairness before the law and more equitable access to resources. Under his leadership, the Ethical Society developed many projects, particularly those to address problems of city life. It organized the first kindergartens and settlement houses in the United States, the visiting nurses program, and the workingmen's school. Adler supported progressive governmental efforts, such as the National Child Labor Committee and the New York State Tenement House Commission. Soon, Adler founded ethical societies in other cities, Chicago in 1882, Philadelphia in 1885. Others followed in St. Louis, Brooklyn, Washington, Baltimore, and a number through Europe. Two dozen ethical societies exist today, And they're connected through the American Ethical Union, our federating organization. But I think we are linked even more by our shared framework and values. Now, by framework, this is what I mean. First, we are dedicated to deed before creed. We focus more on how we act than in what we believe. After all, it's more important that we treat each other well than the reasons for doing so. Another part of our framework is that we're institutionally non-theistic. That is not the same as atheistic. Atheism is the denial of the existence of God. Ethical societies make no claims about the existence or non-existence of God. As individuals, members of ethical societies may be theists or atheists or something else, but organizationally, we don't make any theological claims. It's more important that we live according to our shared, humane values. What are these shared values and where do they come from? Well, first, they're not handed down to us on stone tablets. Many were a part of Felix Adler's original vision, but the values we share are those we come back to again and again in our community discussions. I'll just share with you three that I think are important. The first is a commitment to honor the worth of everyone. We strive to act towards all people as if they were irreplaceable, unique, and of infinite worth. It doesn't even require that you believe in the worth of others. I mean, after all, we have bad days when our belief in the worth of others is tested by their poor behavior. But the commitment should carry on in how we treat others with compassion and respect. Adler found philosophical grounding for this value while studying Immanuel Kant. Every individual should be treated, Kant claimed, as an end in themselves and never just as a means. This reinforced the revolutionary ideal that we're all endowed with certain self-evident and unalienable rights. Rights that cannot be separated or made alien from us. A second shared value arises out of this commitment to the worth of all. If you really do commit to the worth of others, you'll soon run into the reality that you can't do this for each and every person. You can, however, deconstruct systems of oppression and create supportive mechanisms that allow for everyone to flourish. It is the universalization of this commitment to the worth of each person. The value that arises is social justice. A third shared value that I think makes ethical culture particularly unique is that at the Ethical Society, we strive to honor the worth of everyone and to build social justice through the nurturing of ethical relationships. Relationships that are open, respectful, and compassionate. This demands an openness to others and to different points of view. We strive to build such relationships between people and groups and nations and all of life. It admits that we are largely part of an interconnected web. After Felix Adler died in 1933, The world stumbled through the depression and the horror of the Holocaust and World War II. What ethical societies existed in Europe before the war were wiped out? Nearly a century later, we continue to face existential crises, war, climate change, bigotry, and the resurgence of religious extremism and political authoritarianism. Now, I know ethical societies alone will not save the world, but its members may make a difference by working in coalition with those who share our values. Being part of a community that supports such work while supporting each other through the trials and tribulations of our personal lives can help build a more meaningful life. It has, at least for me. Find out more about us at phillyethics.org or aeu.org.